welcome to the Loop Lifestyle Podcast, the number one podcast for diabetics who want to have their cake pop and eat it too. I'm your mentor, Stephanie Johnson. Please welcome our very own member of the Cake Pop crew and graduate of the Have Your Cake Pop and Eat It Too program, Diana Hernandez. She is hosting our Monday Mindset episode. This podcast is recorded live on Instagram. We cover health, wealth, and relationships, the blueprint for transforming your life. So grab a pen and paper, take some notes. I hope you find some value in the information Diana is sharing. Let's get into it. to today's Monday Mindset episode. For those who are new to today's episode, welcome. For those who've joined me in the past, welcome back. My name is Diana Hernandez and I'm working with Stephanie Johnson and her program with Lifestyle. That is really bright. If you want to learn more, please follow her at the underscore cranky underscore pinky and I will also tag her in the comments. So procrastination, who's done that? Guilty. Have you procrastinated? Yep, him too. I'm sure we all have. I'm one of those people. I'm always saying I'll do it in five minutes. I'll do it when this episode finishes it. I'll do it when the movie is over. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it this weekend. There's always something, right? I haven't really explored why I do that, but I just do. There's other times where I don't procrastinate and actually do something when it needs to be done. But I realize that I tend to procrastinate in pretty much all areas of my life. My work life, my dogs, my friends, when I was in school and home. So with my work life, an example of procrastinating is waiting to send an email or make a call because I don't know how it's going to be received or because I'm nervous and don't know what to expect. With my dogs, I procrastinate taking them for walks and come up with a million different excuses as to why I put it off or I just don't do it at all. I feel bad, of course, but then it's too late to too late in the day to act. I wouldn't feel comfortable taking my dogs for a walk at 11 p.m. even with my husband. No, thank you. With my friends, sometimes I formulate a text in my head, but I put off on texting them because something else comes up or I say, okay, I'll text them during my lunch break. And then my lunch break comes and goes and forget. Or maybe it's because there was weird tension and I don't know what's going to happen if I text them or how they're going to reply. When I was in school, I was given a paper to do with a deadline and I had, you know, I would be given about a month to do it. Did I start it when I get the assignment? No, I actually ended up doing it the night before and pulling an all-nighter or completing the paper and turning it in a minute or minutes before the deadline. With my homework, that was almost always the case. I do it the night before or sometimes the day it was due. And I would always say, I work better under pressure. With home stuff, I always put off doing chores. And sometimes I put it off for so long, I don't even end up doing anything. I live with my parents, so in general, I'm a spoiled brat. I, When my mom asks me to clean something, I always give her an excuse. And next thing you know, she's doing it herself. Or she comes and she's yelling at me and getting mad that I didn't help at all. Which is true. I generally don't do chores. And yes, I know that's very ungrateful for of me. Anyway, so procrastination. It can be something small or it can be something big. It can be something that can literally only take three minutes or it can be something that's going to take your whole day. But for some reason, we keep putting it off. So procrastination. It only ta- if, it, if it only takes a short amount of time, you end up asking yourself, why haven't I day? Why didn't I do this sooner? Surprisingly, we waste time thinking about how annoying it, it's going to be or it is to do or how daunting it's going to be. But it doesn't make the task go away, right? Because generally, most of the time, we're going to have to still do it. So there you go. The task kind of lingers. And maybe if you do this for multiple tasks, your checklist goes from one item to 10 items, and then you're feeling overwhelmed. Small tasks have a way of taking up a large amount of space in our minds, but there are simple ways that we can bring them back down to smaller pieces. We can reframe our approach to the tasks, switch tasks, and then practice self-compassion. 
so that we can work towards completing the task. So how do small tasks become overwhelming? Procrastination involves a voluntary delay of an intended task by expecting to be worse off doing so. People who tend to procrastinate have higher levels of stress and poor sleep patterns. Procrastination is also linked to depression and anxiety. It can also undermine relationships because when we procrastinate, sometimes we could end up breaking commitments to others. Regarding big tasks, it's understandable that we procrastinate with those. It's okay with those because it can be emotionally or mentally draining or because we know it's going to take a lot of time and energy. On the other hand, with small tasks, we're possibly making a conscious effort to put off something that might arouse doubt, insecurity, fear, or just feelings of incompetence. For example, like the example I gave earlier about making a phone call in regards to my work. To expand on that, sometimes the phone call I have to make is to a potential client or candidate that we aren't going to hire. So we interview them, but you know, my clinic manager and I decide not to hire them. So I have to make that phone call. So this arises fear and feelings of incompetence for me because I want the call to go as well as it can go, but I'm fearful that it won't go that way or that they'll ask a question I may not be equipped to answer. So I put it off. I procrastinate. I tend to just, maybe I can do it towards the end of the day. A woman named Fuja Soros, a psychology professor, said that procrastinating on small tasks like the one I like the example I shared, has nothing to do with poor management. It's not linked to poor time management, but rather mood management. She says that procrastinators aren't lazy, but rather are very self-critical and worry a lot about the procrastination. The worry tends to sit in their mind in our minds and it can be draining. Sometimes we might start to ask ourselves, why can't I just do this one thing? Which can then cause us to overthink, which in turn increases negative self-talk or increase negative feelings about everything in general. So now, one small thing grows into bigger thing. So one small thing that you're supposed to do arouses certain feelings in you. So you put it off and then maybe five or six things come up. And so now, again, like I said, a one little thing grows into a really big thing and there's just lots of different feelings that we may not be comfortable having. Another reason why small tasks pile up is because often they lack hard deadlines or structure. So it's easier to avoid. Like my phone call, I don't have a deadline. There's no structure to it. You just call and tell them and then, you know, free free what's it called you kind of just you just do the phone call so there's no structure so again i tend to it's easier to avoid than other tasks whereas with bigger tasks we might set them aside to do it or schedule it into our day because of the amount of time it's going to take for it to complete the task so how can we encourage ourselves to complete a task that we don't want to do do it right away so that you don't have time to think about why you don't want to do it the next time you have to do something and your whole body is internally telling you i don't want to do it i don't feel like it ask yourself this what's the next action step that i need to take on this little task if i was gonna do it in doing so you're now moving your attention off of your emotions and on to action this proactive type of mentality can help eliminate ruminating thoughts that can in turn cause negative feelings within ourselves. Many times when I procrastinate something, such as that phone call to a potential candidate, it turns out to be okay and not as bad as I thought. So I was making the issue bigger and scarier in my mind. So with this in mind, we need to work towards reducing our emotional response so we're better able to manage our tasks. How many times have we worried about something and it ended up being not something that we needed to really worry about? It's funny because I was actually looking, I tend to at work put motivational quote on my whiteboard outside my office once a week. So I was looking at quotes today and I, I didn't put this one, but I found it and it said, worrying works because 90% of the time that you do it, nothing happens <laughs> or something like that. Anyway, something else that can help with doing small tasks is to combine them with the larger one. 
let's say you're feeling really lazy it's late at night and you don't feel like brushing your teeth and or flossing and you're watching something on tv during a commercial you can get up and go brush your teeth so that you're not missing out on anything and you're not going to go to bed late or god forbid you go to bed without brushing your teeth or flossing or for example I have a new medication that I have to take and I have to take it in the mornings and I have to have it 30 minutes before I can have breakfast. Pretty small task, right? So what I did was put my medication bottle next to my glucose meter so that when I wake up and check my blood sugar, which I do every morning, I take my medication while the meter is connecting to my pump. The cool thing about my glucose meter and my pump is that there's a Bluetooth feature. So once I prick my finger and my number shows up on my glucose meter pump, so obviously it takes a couple seconds. So during that time, I'm now taking that medication. It's really quick, right? You just get one little pill, put it in your mouth and drink water. So now I do that. So now I won't forget it because I have embedded it into something that I already do routinely. This type of action will not only help avoid any feelings of lost time over the task, but I'm now using that external stimulus of the bigger task to mask any negative reactions I might have had to the smaller one. Another way to approach smaller tasks is self-compassion. It's important to not beat ourselves up during our current times with the pandemic and unfair events happening all over the world. We have to remember that delay is a part of life. We might be delaying something because something else now has priority. I might be delayed going to the gym because I want to spend more time talking with my family. I might delay going out with friends because I had an emotionally draining day and I just need to spend time by myself. If you're procrastinating, forgive yourself for it. Now, if you're just procrastinating to procrastinate, you'll need to do some digging to help change that mindset and start practicing some of the tips I shared today. I hope this was helpful for you all. I definitely learned some new things as I was writing today's Monday Mindset episode to help me with my procrastination because like I shared, I pretty much do it all the time. My sister's on the call right now and she can probably attest to that but I tend to not do things when I need to do them. I put off exercising because I allow myself to think about why I don't want to do it. So now I just need to do it. And before I start to think about all the reasons as to why I don't want to do it, I have to remember the feeling that I have after I have exercised because when I do exercise, I feel so great afterwards and I feel happy and proud that I pushed myself to exercise. And I also have to apply that same type of mindset with meal prepping and planning. So, and it's always a great time to do things differently. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I appreciate you very much. If you love this episode, please take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Tag me at the underscore cranky underscore pinky for Instagram and at the cranky pinky for Facebook. You can find the application for mentoring at the link in my Instagram bio at the underscore cranky underscore pinky. Get your application in. We'll have a chat and see if the Have Your Cake Pop and Eat It Too program is right for you. Until next time, stay in the loop. Oh,